You're listening to the Confidence Shift Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Charles Gustafson. I'm a former award-winning direct sales entrepreneur who achieved everything you think you want in a business, plus a little burnout and depression on the side. But using my degree in marketing strategy, expertise in personal branding, and my creative self-development process, I healed myself by shifting my confidence, starting with how I saw myself in the mirror. Now, as a certified image consultant and international confidence coach, I run a life-changing internet business and online community showing purpose-driven female entrepreneurs, professionals, and community influencers to toss out the old dress-for-style mentality and shift into the image-mindset-success connection that crushes self-doubt and creates maximum visibility for your goals. Each episode, I share lessons, stories, and personal musings from my life as an entrepreneur, wife, and mom, all aimed at helping you see yourself differently so you can live a life filled with more intention, joy, and success. I'm glad you're here. Let's jump in. Today's episode is one of my most favorite things to talk about. Today, we're talking about treasuring a conversation with yourself. Having a conversation with yourself is absolutely priceless, and it is the cornerstone of how I teach, how I help my women evolve, and of how I've evolved myself. So if you are a journal lover or would love to become one, keep listening. This one's for you. I started my love affair with journals when I was in grade five, and I've kept one ever since. And I'll tell you, I've had every type of piece of paper for a journal from the little notebook with the little lock on it that you could hide underneath your mattress to a good old 87 cent Hillroy exercise book that you use for school. And I've had everything in between. I have a passion for journals and for journaling since the practice has brought me so much in my life and so much clarity for who I am. I can think about all of the major memories and milestones in my life and know I've got a journal for it. And not that I go back and read all about it. It's not necessarily a timepiece, but more of a mental space record of where I was, who I was, and what was important to me. I've gone through everything in my journals, from awkward preteens to first boyfriends to moving away 2,000 kilometers to university, having to handle loneliness, sometimes depression. I worked through the death of my father, the birth of my daughter, writing my book, success of my businesses, and through to peace that I feel today. I found also something else inside my journals, and that's my alter ego. Her name is Mikaela. She's a spicy Latin gal who loves to have a good salsa, is ready to dance at the drop of a hat, and also is fiercely competitive, sabotagingly fearful of being taken advantage of, debilitatingly self-flogging, and sometimes just plain melancholy. She finds it easy to not let Michelle, me, off the hook and to drive her into the ground as a workaholic. My journaling helped me meet her, tame her, and put her in her place, and find the voice of myself. 
Then I wrote my book, Angel in Your Heart, and I wrote it for my daughter. Inside the book, I ask her to hear her heart to know. And what I'm talking about is what can be found in anyone's journal. It's the voice, the conversation with your true self, and it's powerful. Developing a deep and evolving conversation with self is not just a practice, it's a lifestyle. Not only that I practice myself, but what I teach, because the power is so much more than you can even imagine. So many women that I talk to say the same things about journaling when I first start talking about it. What the heck am I writing about? They feel frustrated and don't know where to start, or what do I write, or this one I love, I don't have time. Sometimes they feel like they're not doing it right. Or I don't have anything to talk about going on in my life to talk about. I don't even know where to start. These are all things that are okay to feel, but just know they are so easily jumped over. On the surface, they are things that will hold you back, but they don't need to. Because the reality is, is that that frustration you feel with trying to do it and get it right is that deep down, we actually have stopped listening to our own thoughts that would guide us in the right direction. A survey commissioned by the American Association of University Women confirmed that studies that took 3,000 children at age nine, the majority of them were girls, and found that they were confident and assertive and felt positive about themselves at nine. But by the time they reached high school, fewer than a third felt that way. If you've journaled before, you may remember when you quit. It may have been around 9 or 10, maybe 12. When the world starts creeping in to your life, telling you who it thinks you should be, what you think you should do, and that loss of conversation with ourself, I know contributes to that dip in confidence in girls and for people in general. And here's the thing. Not listening to ourselves starts a process of us looking for and depending on things outside ourselves to feel confident, to feel good. You feel like a leaf in the wind a lot of times being pushed and pulled by the winds and the weather that are things out of your control. Think of the times that seemed most difficult for you. Think about the number of people and obligations and feelings that you were trying to serve all at the same time. How much of those things was for yourself though, that you really thought about, discerned, and not just controlled, but chose the path that you needed to. When we get this right about hearing our own self, we have a meaningful conversation with the person deep down in our heart, and we learn what truest self sounds like. You'll be able to discern when old limiting beliefs or other people's voices are talking or if it's a lesson you really need to learn for yourself. In my journey, I learned to discern Mikaela's voice. It was trying to run my life a lot of my life. And if I let her, very soon my life spirals into old patterns that takes me out of the joy and happiness I know that I can create. Personally, I become a workaholic and isolate myself and become hypersensitive to my environment. That's what it looks like when I've lost a conversation with my true self. And guess what? You have that alter ego too. Every outside force you are aggravated by, annoyed with, or that causes you anxiety is your own alter ego running your decisions and your choices. 
This can drive a wedge in your relationships, distract you from the good work you do, and keep you questioning your purpose, leaving you to jump from one thing to another. It feels like anxiety, confusion, frustration, false starts, all of them at the same time. But it is possible you can develop this conversation anytime you're ready to know that it's attached to permanent growth and new confidence. Research has even proved that it can help anxiety and depression, and it also notes that journaling can even strengthen your immune system, drop your blood pressure, help you sleep better, and generally keep you healthier. Can you imagine? Healthier. And you don't need anyone else in the world to do it right. In fact, there is no right answer. The more you make the practice your own, the better the conversation gets over time. Learning to journal is best done, in my experience, with a guided process focused on self-discovery. The better you get, the more freestyle you can be. So here's what you might wanna try. First of all, you need to admit that you need a true conversation with yourself. Fear will keep you from having this discussion and notice what comes up when you're trying to have the conversation with yourself. Notice the chatter that comes up when I mention even trying to do it. I tried that. It didn't work. I don't know where to start. I don't have anything to say. I don't have a pen. Be honest with yourself in that chatter. That's your alter ego trying to keep you comfortable in your comfort zone. Decide to yourself if it's more important to leave it. The second thing you want to think about is where you're getting your journal prompts. Journal prompts are things that get you thinking and writing things down. The best I've found are journal prompts that lead you down a defined path of self-discovery. Random hashtagged inspirations will help you for one day, but won't help you tie together patterns, tendencies, or beliefs that reveal the alter ego to you. Start with a defined process. And the last thing I can tell you is become your own inspiration. Many women are looking for quotes and inspirations outside themselves from gurus, big names, small names, who seem to have it all together and right. The most powerful thing about journaling is knowing you can actually own your own inspiration. You are your own muse. Shut out random inspirationals. And instead, use your journal journey to see the lessons in your own path. Nobody else can know that for you. I'm notorious for not buying the newest self-help thing or jumping on the anything bandwagon of the newest thought leader because know that your life holds all the lessons you need to know in every experience if you know how to read your life like a book and have an open conversation with yourself. You'll see them and you'll be inspired by yourself. In my work with women, I've guided them through a more than 60-day journal project that produces some of the most amazing, life-changing breakthroughs. But you can actually start with just seven days, a seven-day journal project. It's very easy. Set the timer for seven minutes and write anything and everything that comes to mind. This is an emptying. After seven days, you'll be ready to start listening for your truest self. If you need some extra help, I got you. You can download the seven-day, seven-minute journal project from confidentshiftpodcast.com. 
Inside there, it outlines how to do the project, how to start, where to start, and, and the exact non-rules it takes to get it right for you. Creating this terrific conversation with yourself means keeping a commitment to yourself. And that small commitment is something to treasure. When you treasure that time, that voice, that insight, that is all you, there is magic there. And if you can just embrace it, I challenge you to watch what happens next. Until next time, gals, we'll see you very soon. Bye for now. Thanks so much for listening, gal. I know you can tell that I believe a strategic image and a confidence mindset is something everyone who wants to make an impact needs. A shift in confidence can change your life, and it's my joy to work with everyday entrepreneurs, professionals, and influencers in my signature Hewan Style Mentorship Program. You can explore about how I work with my clients and see their amazing results and breakthroughs too. It's all at hewanstyle.com. Join the community and start to see how making the image mindset success connection can create a breakthrough in your life too. Can't wait to see you there. Bye for now.